1: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
0: Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen.
2: This is The Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on vSend.
3: Okay, it's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app. It's BetMGM Sports, our sponsor here on the Lombardi line. Of course, favorite wagering options, in-game betting, boosted odd specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip ring. That state-issued ID, You're ready to go. Whatever your sport, whatever your style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology. Got to be 21 years or older if you have a gambling problem. It's 1-800-522-4700. Your boy, Michael Lombardi... Tiger. I got so many boys. <laughs> Who are my boys now? I got so many. Well, of them. Will you Hill is definitely so your. Will Hill, hung, by the way, he hung up as soon as this segment was done. So I don't know. He might be frustrated. We got you know, to. The, the crew behind the glass is having a day today. We, fellas, we got to have <sighs> some. What'd you bring in? We brought in some great breakfast. What is it? A pizzaiella? Well, how do you say it? Uh, a Pitzel. A pizzelle. What is this, Michael? A pizzelle. It's Italian.
4: It's an, it's an Italian cookie, kind of like a cookie. It's a different than a cookie. It's, it's a kind of with uh, anazette in it. It's, uh, uh, it's really good. You know, if they're made correctly, they're really good. And if they're crispy, they're even better. Certainly go well with dunking them in your coffee. That'd be great. That's so it's good to you, see the crew Kevin enjoying a Sunday. Yes. Yeah, Kevin brought them in. Good nice to job. See that, uh, good to see the crew enjo- enjoying their sunday but look let's let's be clear about will hill i don't think there's a man that I've been to come across, and I've worked for legends of the, the National Football League. I've worked for Al Davis, who's in the Hall of Fame. Bill Walsh is in the Hall I've of Fame. I've heard of him. Bill Belichick, who's going in the Hall of Fame. You know, I've been in the company of some great co- – I, I don't know of them. None of those could be able to do what Will Hill's capable of doing, which is coach every single sport at the highest level and then handle the, and then handle how we should handle television. I mean, it's truly a remarkable, remarkable ability that he's in Connecticut being able to orchestrate all these maneuvering.
3: Davis, Belichick, Walsh, Hill. That makes sense. Put it on a T-shirt.
4: They're behind.
3: I mean, they're behind him. They're not even close to him.
4: The way he can strategize football, drop, shift, pivot. Now he's managing the Yankees, drop, shift, pivot. Now he's working on the the Kings in basketball. I don't know if he can do hockey, but now all of a sudden he's turned around on golf. I mean, Butch Harmon's calling him. He must have one of those phones, you know, (laughs) where you have all those lines in there that has like 85 numbers he can get to.
3: Bond is loving. Bond is... He's dying behind the glass. Hey, sometimes you gotta you gotta have a little fun. So the question is will Scheffler hold on. Right now he's minus two twenty five. Your boy tiger I was gonna say your boy Tiger out on the course. Uh, it's going to look to clean up after his worst round ever at Augusta yesterday, but Scheffler's minus two twenty-five, and you still can get Cam Smith at two to one. That is the question because those two are going to duel today. For the I think reject. you got to
4: take. You, you know, it, I think you. You know, and I've heard this this logic a lot as as I've worked in this betting market for the last three years, four years. The, the the price matters, and the Scheffler price isn't great, and so the Smith price is much better. Ideally, you wish that. You know, you had confidence in and M and and Lowry to win to be able to really enhance your number, but I don't see that as the case today. And and I think the only thing we can do is look at some of these early scores. You know, I mean, it, it, it hasn't been very it hasn't been very pretty in the you know the early rounds. You've seen a few birdies. i Adam Scott's. You know, went and birdied the second hole, but we're not seeing, you know, we're not seeing a lot of what's going to happen here. Woods started out minus 70, birdied, he parred the first hole, so we'll see what goes on. Harold Varner's out there, he's going to be teeing off any moment. We'll see what's going, what's happening. That poor guy, he just couldn't, I mean, he couldn't get a break putt yesterday.
3: It's night and day, by the way, visually, what Augusta looks like today as as compared to yesterday You know, it looks gorgeous. The conditions are perfect today. And yesterday, like I said, I used the word listless. It just kind of had that. It had an overcast, hungover vibe to the round on Saturday, didn't it?
4: Yeah, it did. And, you know, the people that were walking the course looked cold. I mean, you know, everybody looked cold. You know, it it was like the wind, that wind and all that. Everybody didn't look comfortable. And, you know, and, and. Ultimately, that's why I think we saw those scoring. Now, today, I think the early round, these numbers aren't going to change until they tee off. So if you want to bet, you've got to get something to sink your teeth in, and Brady Cannon would know this is better than better than anyone, and Wes Reynolds certainly too, is to what what indications from the early rounds would lead you to believe that Cam Smith or somebody from the back with good numbers could kind of overtake Scheffler.
3: If you did want to make a wager on M., you mentioned his five back of scheffler he right now is sitting on the board at 12 to 1 michael if you wanted to go lowry our guy from Ireland, who's sitting seven back, he's forty to one. So the bookmakers yeah. are telling you that those two, especially Lowry, and once you get to Thomas, who's fifty to one, they're not going to catch Scheffler or Smith here.
4: Yeah, and I think to me the reason is that is is because yes, seven's a long way to come from behind, but there are so many birdie. If the weather's conducive, there are so many birdie holes. Even if you're not playing your best, you know where five, where two can be a birdie hole, eight can be one. 13, 15, you know, you can make some birdies out there, which kind of gives you a chance to not shoot that 76 or 78 that Tiger shot yesterday, which is what M would need and what Lowry would need to get in this thing.
3: Well put. Okay, so we'll keep you updated. Again, that tee time today for the final pairing. And again, 26 of the last 31 Masters champs have come from the final pairing. Scheffler and Smith are going to tee off 240. Um, so, you got plenty of time uh, to wait for that final pairing. If you got something to get done today, Michael Lombardi, after the show, that would be the time. Walk Bella. I don't know. Maybe go pick something up for Millie. That would be the time to yeah. do it. Yeah. Okay.
4: Write. You know, keep writing, you know.
3: I mean, what do, let's just quickly, just to recap, Well, I'll get to the NBA. You're writing a book. You're writing mm-hmm. for VEASAN.com. You've got the GM shuffle. You've got the Lombardi line. Yeah. You are – I'm forgetting one big one in particular. The Daily Coach. Yeah, we Daily, write the Daily write, Coach, the Daily too, Coach yeah. every day. So, yeah.
4: I don't write it every day. I, I write, I, we have a great team of people that write it. Coach Raveling writes and, and uh, Kamadi Ramsey writes and Trevor Cap writes. So we all, it kind of all split up the duties. I think you can tell. We don't put a tagline on it, but the stories are out there and we do that. But it's, you know, one thing about the routine, you get into a routine of the week and, as I near the completion of this book, and I'm getting to the final whatever number of players, so this book is is 10 chapters of the NFL, and then it's the top 100 players as I see it in the league, and each player has a write-up. So it's really almost like two books because the 10 chapters – have a lot of stories in it, and then the 100 players, I just can't say, hey, here's Alan Page, he's the top 50 player, and, you know, he has long arms and he was quick. Like, to me, that nobody's going to buy that book. So you got to tell a story around each player. And that's required a lot of research, and it's been fun to do because I'm learning. I'm learning about the players. I'm learning about what went into it, about the histrionics of it, the trades, the Ted Hendricks getting traded from Baltimore to Green Bay and then Green Bay to, you know, all those things kind of play into it.
3: You ever thought about just chilling out, man? Just taking it easy for a day? Uh, <laughs> I did. I mean, I watched golf. I, I, I sat there and watched golf
4: with Berman and Millie, and I listened to Berman complain about wardrobe, which was fabulous.
3: <laughs> so what you,
4: was need fabulous. To, what you need to know I is... I can't wait to see who's going to offend him today. I mean, he he's truly like Batman. When he slides down the pole, he's got to find a villain somewhere. Is it the Joker? Is it the
3: Riddler? I mean, we got to yep. find somebody. Yep. I'm aware the 20 playoff teams are set, Michael Lombardi. You've got 12 playoff teams. You've got the eight play-ins and the play-ins starting up on Tuesday. So the 20 playoff teams have been decided. It's just a matter of seeding. And so uh, we we were having an interesting conversation. Obviously, the Heat wrap up, the one seed, the Bucs most likely the two seeds. So the Bucs are sitting in a situation where they're probably going to play the Nets in the first round. Okay? That is... Fascinating, because we saw the great story, we saw the great series last year. The Celtics today, but can you stop there yes, for a please. second?
4: And, and I think that's why we're seeing so much money. I mean, the money line on Cleveland Milwaukee is at ninety nine percent. Ninety nine percent of the money lines on Cleveland Milwaukee's not going to play today because they're really locked into two. Even
3: if Boston wins, they let me just get the tie break. They have. Okay, the Bucks, the 76ers, so you're asking me about Milwaukee. Boston would clinch the two-seed if Milwaukee loses today and they beat Memphis.
4: So, okay. So, so that, the Boston that,
3: holds, the. just to clarify, Boston holds the tiebreak over Milwaukee. So, that's why I Milwaukee's going to tank today.
4: Okay, so, but Milwaukee's playing at 330. If Milwaukee loses... Then, that, then Boston, would. do they want the two-seed to play seven? They want There's the question, see. That is the right? question, yeah.
3: That, 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 I this, mean, this is Boston, why if you, if, today.
4: If you're the Celtics, right, you're sitting there in your locker room, and I'm sure they're on a direct call to Will, Will Hilda to get advice, but they're in their locker room after they know that Milwaukee loses. Do we want to win this game against Memphis and become the two-seed? and play the Nets, or do we want to become the four seed and play Toronto if Philly wins? You tell me. Milwaukee I, and the Cavs. I think, losing, I, think, I think losing is in the best interest for the Celtics. I really do.
3: Milwaukee right now, the Cavs open 7.5 in Cleveland, has jumped up to 8. So the bookmakers letting you know what Milwaukee's motivation is there. And Boston... Has jumped up to five and a half, as far as the two and a half opener in Memphis.
4: Yeah, which is shocking because we're seeing the spread of the money. I mean, eighty-nine percent of the money is on Memphis, and the line is, you know, and the line, and the line's going to Boston.
3: You know who will have the answer? Thomas Gable. He's going to join us next. We'll find out. Booking you know, a day like booking out. a day like today is impossible. Impo- right? impo- impossible because you don't know who each team individually thinks is the better matchup for them.
4: It, right. I mean, I could see Philly just not playing anybody today and taking the time off, you know. I do think for Philly it's important for Embiid to get the scoring title. But if Milwaukee doesn't play Giannis, he doesn't He doesn't need to worry about it then.
3: He's all but wrapped up the scoring title. I, I think, for example, if Giannis – if he didn't score anything, Giannis that's would to have score to score like 47 points. Yeah, something, yeah, like, that. Like, so, something like that. Yeah, so yeah I know, I, mean that, I think that's the only thing playing into it. Thomas Gable booking the last day of the NBA regular season. We'll get to him next. He's-
2: Listening to the Lombardi line on V featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher.
3: Okay, the NFL Draft is here in Las Vegas, and we'll have extensive coverage, including mock drafts from Matt Eumanns. Michael Lombardi's going to have coverage, of course, former NFL GM with his draft analysis. Mike Pritchard, who was a first-round pick. Sean King, a Super Bowl champ. So we're going to give you insight you can't get anywhere else. Also, legendary sports broadcaster, voice of the Raiders, Brent Musburger is going to give his draft best bets in our NFL Draft Betting Guide. Sign up today and get full access. v sin through the NFL Draft for 19 bucks. It's cheap. it right now you get everything including ml mlb guide as well vsin.com slash draft vsin.com slash draft okay michael lombardi here i'm I'm patrick maher as well this is vsin the sports betting network i see of course tiger out on the course right now at augusta national we'll have scotty scheffler and cam smith dueling later in the day and we say hi to our buddy thomas gable out at the Borgata. So, Thomas, uh, first off, good morning, Thomas. Hope you're doing well. And we were just talking about the scenario today in the final day of the regular season. So the Bucks, you know, the Celtics at three hold the tie break over the Bucks, And the two seed, it looks like, is going to play the Nets. This is where it starts to get interesting on the final day of the regular season because we're, these teams are posturing now for who they're going to play in the postseason. And it gets crazy.
5: Yeah. Good morning to you guys. It's um, the the last day of the NBA season is about as fun as the uh, the final <laughs> week of the NFL. It's it's just uh, um, you're trying to handicap and judge what motivations are out there and looking at the board today and just looking at the spreads. And you do it once over on all these games. You don't see uh, you see a ton of double digits uh, out there in a, in a lot of these games that have. Teams that nothing to play for, the Celtics Grizzlies game is the one that I, I think is kind of going to be the most interesting. Um, obviously, the, we know the 76ers would love to have the, the three seed. Uh, we talked about that yesterday. Where uh, you know, I think for any team in the East, that's the uh, most pr- preferable spot because you're going to be facing the Bulls there as the six seed. Um, the Bucks. I, I don't really think they care. I, you know, they're obviously going to be sitting everybody today. The Cavs are eight and a half point favorites there uh, against the Bucks. I, Milwaukee. I really don't think cares who they face. Um, they're they're going to be confident uh, that they can take on whoever they're they're up against. But um, really, this. Battle here between the Celtics and the Sixers, and who's going to get to face the Bulls? Uh, we're, we're seeing the Grizzlies at least get bet here. Uh, they're, um you can get five and a half there with the Grizzlies. And it was interesting even yesterday; people were fading the Grizzlies, um, but uh, they obviously uh, had a big win there yesterday as well. So um, now they're now they're taking money here today against the Celtics. It's just it, this is. And kudos to the league for for doing that. So you don't have teams that you have to worry about, okay, well, somebody played early and now we have to uh, see, okay, now this team doesn't have any motivation to play tonight. Uh, Most of these teams are playing at the same time, i.e. the the Pistons-Sixers game is at the same time as the Celtics-Grizzlies. So uh, I I think there's motivation, though, for both these teams in Boston and Philadelphia to try to win and uh, get that three seed. Th-
4: Thomas, where are you on the Celtics Grizzly? What's your number for that game?
5: Five and a half. It's currently sitting at. Um, and, and, I know, and Boston's
4: uh, favored by five, or?
5: Yes, yes. Boston's favored by five, and um, it's actually got as high as six and a half. So it's back down to five and a half um, with the Celtics But again, they're they're the team I think with more motivation than than the Grizzlies. Uh, Grizzlies have been a great story, but. Um, the, the Celtics are the ones there where I think the motivation there is to get that three seed.
3: The problem is, if the Bucks lose today and the Celtics win today, so they're motivated, they hold the tie break over the Bucks, So the Celtics would jump up to the two and then play the seven. As you mentioned, the Bucs would then fall to the three and play the Bulls. And Michael, that is the team that most want to play right now because that's the team struggling in the East as far as one through six, that being the Bulls. So it's It's a wild day as far as motivation.
4: It, it really is, and I think Thomas is right. It, this is more complex than the end of the NBA, NFL season because at least we have injury reports, and we know who's playing and who's not going to play, at least in those games. We don't know who's handicapped the motivation, and then we have the draft coming in, whereas we have a lottery in this even though we know that the lottery is predicated by the number of ping-pong balls you get, but to me, I think this is really challenging. The one thing you do know, and I think that's why the, the Nets are such a prohibitive favorite against the Pacers, is is that there's certain teams that do want to maintain where they are, and I think the Nets are one of those.
5: Oh, yeah, for sure. And, um, right, Nets, 16-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, again, that number is really, really high. Um, I don't know if I'd play that uh, today, but – um, you know, that seems to be where the market is uh, settled in at. But, again, that, and that's one of the earlier games today at 340. But uh, to, to Patrick's point there, it gets really complicated there in the East if the Bucks do lose to the Cavs. Because they're playing um, earlier. Well, because the Bucks yes, play so they're early. They're playing early. So Boston yes, will know then.
3: what they need to do once that game ends, before the game starts. This number could jump all over the place in Memphis. You see what I'm saying?
5: Yep absolutely you 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 hit the nail on the head there by pointing that out
3: and and Michael just to clarify so Milwaukee is going to play early in the day if Milwaukee loses Boston doesn't want to win later in the day because then Boston would jump to the two and they would theoretically be playing the seven that being the Nets so right. this this is a wait to play if you're going to play Boston and Memphis, you got to wait on this because the number could jump errat- wildly if Milwaukee ends up losing earlier in the day.
4: Yeah, I mean that that's what I think you have to and that's what makes it so good. You don't have to make your bet right now. And I think the lines are going to adjust, don't you Thomas, based on what happens at that Milwaukee game?
5: Oh, yeah, you'll see you'll see an impact there um potentially on Um, The Celtics-Grizzlies game uh, and and how that line goes.
3: Okay. So, as you can tell, it is a frenetic day in the NBA for bookmakers and bettors alike. Because it is going to be. One thing we do know is the Heat are one. Okay? The Heat have wrapped up the one seed. Other than that, it's all over the place. I won't even get into the scenario. For example, the Hornets could jump up to the seven seed. If the Nets lost, the Cavs lost, and the Hawks lost, the Hornets could go from ten to seven. So, let's not go there. I'm just letting you know what's on the, what's, what's on the line You're today. You're setting the table, Patrick. You're being a wonderful host. You're it's setting just, the table. It's just so insane. And the West is a little bit more clear, Thomas, as we take a look at the West. I mean, the only thing as far as the West that can really change here is – You know, frankly, the Mavs can jump the Warriors If the Warriors were to lose today and the Mavs were to win today. The Mavs would jump from the four seed to the three seed, and we could if the Jazz lost the five seed and the Nuggets won the six seed, those two teams could flip. But as far as the playing out West, seven is the Timberwolves, eight is the Clippers, nine are the Pelicans, and ten are the Spurs. Those are set, Thomas.
5: Yeah, let me tell you, the Jazz aren't losing today. The, the Trail Blazers were one team that is in full tank mode at this What's point. What's that? There's Seventeen Jazz, and a half. Seventeen and a half. Seventeen yeah. and a half, and that could be. That could be twenty-seven and a half. Or you know, it's just the Blazers are. Are they do not care at this point.
3: <laughs> no, in fact, they care about. They care if they won. Meaning they don't want to yeah. win.
5: That would be the issue. Yeah, they do not want to win. Yes. Will they
4: take Chet Holmgren, will they bring the, 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 the Gonzaga, the Zags native, that, that, that would be hilarious, that would be unbelievable. Is this the fight for Smith or, or Holmgren to get the ping pong balls? It's
3: interesting, right? Be good if the Trailblazers selected Holmgren because he wouldn't have to move very far so he wouldn't lose much more weight. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> how, about, how about we transition uh, to Augusta? How's it looking there mm-hmm. at the book, uh, Thomas Gable, as far as the uh, final round of the Masters today?
5: Yeah, so uh, obviously Scheffler uh, with the uh, the three shot lead, which honestly, the way that uh, he ended the round yesterday, could have been uh, uh, it could have been even tighter. I mean, he uh, they were lucky that he found his ball there on eighteen; otherwise, he would have been walking back to the tee to hit three. So, um, you know, he's minus two twenty five here right now um, to win it. Uh, Cam Smith, really, I mean, in all reality, plus two fifty. He is the only guy who really has a, a great shot at uh, at possibly catching Scheffler. You have him at fourteen to one, who's four under par. And then when you look further down the list, there Lowry, Schwartzel, two under, Thomas and Connors, there one under. Um, all those guys are either forty to one or hundred to one, and it's just the the possibilities of them. Even if the, one of those guys would go low, really low. They have to leapfrog too many people, and that's why you're seeing those odds in, um, being you know forty to one, hundred to one. So the, the two guys obviously are. It's a two horse race between Scheffler and uh, Smith today, and it's a lot's going to be. Uh, I think it, the tone's going to be set right from uh, right from the jump. Uh, you know, if uh, Smith can get out and uh, put a few birdies on the card and really put the pressure on Scheffler to to. Uh, um, make this a very interesting as they head into uh, the second nine there. Um, he, it, it's going to be key to get a, uh, a hot start there for Smith, I think.
3: Good luck today, Thomas Gable. We'll talk to you tomorrow. That's Thomas Gable, Dr. Racing G. Sportsbook at the Borgata West is next here on the Lombardi Line.
2: You're listening to the Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi, Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher.
3: Okay, here are the top horse racing plays from ExpressBet Editor-in-Chief Jeremy Plonk, a former guest here on the Lombardi Line, from Keeneland today. Race two, Jeremy likes the one horse, Bodie, by you, at 15 to one. And in race nine over at Keeneland... Jeremy has the 8-horse remote on top at 6-1. to one. Bet these races and all others on the First Bet app. Sign up today using First Bet using the codes VEGAS1000 for an instant $10 free plus up to $1,000 bonus. Go to vcin.com slash horses for details. That's vison.com/ slash horses for details. Okay, Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher here in Vegas. We're going to welcome in our buddy Wes. But quickly, Michael, just to clarify. Yeah. So, 1230 your time. The Bucks are taking on the Cavs. Okay. Okay. The Cavs are laying eight. No, it's 12:30 your time, I think. 12:30 my time. 3:30 your time. I, I, I get so confused with the times. Uh, here's who's not playing for the Bucks, and you tell me if this is a good squad that's not playing: Giannis, Lopez, Middleton, Portis, Allen, Hill. So their their starters essentially outside of Drew Holiday aren't playing. That's why you I'm, see I'm the. I'm sure Holiday
4: won't. I'm sure Holiday won't play very many minutes either. I mean, there's 100%. a white flag. I think that's why you see 99% of the money line, because that's a great value without the points. That's why that money line shifted to 99-1. So we saw that, and you know, people, somebody got that information, and now I'm sure the money line has gone crazy, and we'll see it go even more, that number is going to start coming back to Milwaukee, don't you think? Yep. After it's 7.5, it's going to come way back down.
3: Because then the Bucks, who are sitting 2 in the East, if the Celtics were to win later in the day at Memphis, and Boston right now is laying 5.5, because of the tie break, Boston would jump Milwaukee, Boston would there then be in the 2-7 matchup, and the 7 most likely is going to be the Nets. So just so the better understands so, what's happening here, then the Bucks right, would play, play the Bulls.
4: Let's play it out. So, uh, say Boston loses to Memphis and Philly wins. Boston goes from potentially being two to playing Toronto 4 5.
3: No, because Boston owns the tiebreak over Philly. Oh, got it. Got it. Philly loses the tiebreak to both the Bucs. So, Philly's four. So,
4: okay. So, Philly's four no matter. Philly can't improve their, their lot at all. Philly is unless Milwaukee wins. Unless Milwaukee wins, correct. Once Milwaukee loses, then that Philly line at twelve and a half with the Pistons should be shooting back down the other way.
3: Yes, exactly. So there, you just nailed it. the 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 big toggling right now is bet two and three, because Philly has essentially wrapped up the four. That makes sense. Got it. Got it. Yep, I got it. I'm good. Now, if they win and the Celtics lose, the 76ers, will... <laughs> I'm not gonna... we're just going to move on. Who's on it's... first? I don't know. Who's Tell me the first? guy's name. I get does, that. Yeah. All... Wes Reynolds joins us. He's got his green jacket on. Hello, Wes. Tapper. Let's go ahead and throw his mic on there. Does he... what would you, Wes, I love it.
4: The green jacket. Of course, if you're going to come on with a green jacket, you must share with Patrick and I uh, what your champion dinner would be
2: oh oh boy uh i gotta live up to matsuyama uh from what he did on on wednesday uh we'd probably have some uh, we'd probably have some kobe beef as the main course if you're gonna have beef you gotta have the best beef in the world and matsuyama had that a5 wagyu uh on uh tuesday night delicious yeah absolutely so uh that would at least be the main course i'd have to do a little bit more research to see what dessert we're going with for the champions
3: how about well, you can, Michael Lombardi? Uh, I'm guessing it's going to be gabagool uh, or some sort of Italian dish. Uh, well, I mean it would be some form of it would be some
4: form of pasta dished as an appetizer. Uh certainly it would be along the Italian lines. There's no doubt about that. And we would go from there. But uh you know, I I've, I've often thought about that. You know, as the you, you that champions dinner just seems like such a great opportunity. You know, you'd like to be a fly on the wall in that dinner, but uh you know, never going to be there because you got to be a champion, and, and unless you can get it on Tiger Woods golf and play it, there's no way I'm going to ever be a champion. I was so say, you don't plan on me.
3: winning the Masters the rest of no. the time here on the No, planet? I don't think so. So what was interesting when we talked to Thomas is he said he had Cam Smith at plus 250. Uh, I got a book in town. The variance here, West, is interesting because I got Cam Smith two to one. I had a book here in town, but in Jersey there, Thomas had him uh, two and a half to one. So you can find a better number on yeah. Cam if you're looking to bet him right now.
2: Yeah, and basically what I did, and I wrote a column on Friday night at vsyn.com for the Saturday round. I said, if you want to take on Scotty Scheffler, and I elected to do so. The two guys to get in on I thought were Dustin Johnson at 12 to one and Cameron Smith at 14 to one. So I do have a position on Cameron Smith at 14. You know I lamented the fact that I couldn't bet him this week because it was like well I didn't get the 40 to one like I should have when these were up because Masters prices have been up since like October November. Yeah. So in January before he went 34 under par and cashed a ticket for me in Hawaii. I could have had 40 to 1, so I was like, eh, I feel like I'm late to the party. You know, what does Will Hill say? Don't be late to the party, you'll be early for the funeral. So I thought, okay, <laughs> I'm taking a bad number. But nevertheless, at 14 to 1 on Friday night, I still thought that that was good value, even though that was pre flop what Cameron Smith was because his ball striking has been the best in the field all week. He's ranked number one on strokes gained approach, but the best putter or club in his bag, which is the putter hadn't really fired. It started to yesterday. He's number one on the PGA tour, by the way, for strokes gain putting. So you're finally starting to see that. And now it's only a three shot clip between him and Scotty Scheffler in terms of if you're going down the board. I don't think you want to go too far of the last 31 Masters champions 26 of the last 31 have been won by somebody playing in that final twosome that final pairing so this does essentially and it's priced that way look like a two-guy tournament with scotty scheffler and cameron smith so if you want to go down the board i would look to see if your book has maybe a without scheffler market then maybe you could go a little bit deeper down the board with the justin thomas at long odds because you're essentially then playing who's going to finish second
4: yeah, Wes, let me ask you, what did you see out of Scheffler yesterday on the second nine to concern you about going into today?
2: Uh, I don't know if it's a concern, Michael. I just kind of think it's, it's a natural order of things in majors where you get a little bit of pressure going on because it's like the deeper you get you know early on when he had I think I think he had like a six shot lead at least at the turn and at one point it was seven so all of a sudden you get that you know I don't want to say complacency but you get the sense of maybe a little bit of relief you get a little breathing room and then all of a sudden somebody behind you make a couple birdies and then you're looking at the leaderboard and you're going to start leaderboard watching because keep in mind Scotty Scheffler as good as he is he is the reigning number one player in the world. He's never been in this kind of pressure in a right. major. He has never had this situation where it's like, okay, all eyes are on me and the bullseye is planted firmly upon my back. So he has to deal with that uh, uh, going forward. And everybody, these guys behind him aren't going to pack it in necessarily if they're within striking distance. So look, he's still priced as the man to beat, what is he, like minus two and a quarter, he minus you 250. It. Yeah,
3: minus 225.
2: Yeah, so I, I thought he played solid yesterday. I think, you know, if you look at the statistical categories. He's still number one in T to green. His approach game is still on point. His approach game was terrific yesterday. 0.276 strokes gained on approach. But you know, just didn't make as many putts as he's been making the first two days.
3: Yeah, strokes gained a tee to green. No surprise. Scheffler and Smith are one and two. And, obviously, one and two birdies made through 64. So, that's where those two sit. And, as Wes just mentioned, if you want to bet Scheffler right now, Michael Lombardi got a lay 225 to win 100. Mm-hmm. Cam Smith, again, get the better number. Because I got two to one. But, you just heard T.G., He's got two and a half to one. Sanjay M twelve to one. Lowry forty to one. So you start to really fall off after Sanjay M, as as far as uh, today. It's just gonna be. It's gonna come down to Scheffler or Smith. I mean, the last player yeah, to I, fold after a three shot lead was two thousand eleven, and that's Rory.
4: You know, Wes, when you when you see, we we know Tiger uh, birdie too. The conditions look absolutely perfect mm-hmm. for scoring today. Is that true?
2: Yeah, yeah. the wind is pretty benign, you know, like seven to eight miles an hour. It's been blowing 15 to 20 pretty much throughout the entire week. So this is the day I think where you're going to see the scoring. This is the day where you'll see one of these guys that are kind of the back markers in the field today where you may see somebody shoot 66 or 67. So now does that necessarily mean because we always see that in a major. Somebody comes from the back and shoots a really low round, no pressure, shoot at flags. I'm not in it anyway. And then they shoot a great round. Now is that round out there for the leaders is is the one thing that you got to say because they're dealing obviously with the whole different level of pressure but I do think that you can make up some ground today. I don't know. These guys that deep, I mean, Sun J.M. might be the cutoff. These guys are two under, and I've got a couple guys that were pre-turning futures. I've got Lowry, and I've got Justin Thomas. These guys are not going to catch Scotty Scheffler. This would have to be like a Greg Norman 1997 <laughs> collapsed or 1996 type of deal here. So it's going to be one of the two. Uh, basically the top two players in the world, even though Smith not ranked number two. These guys have been playing like the best players in the world this year, and they're in the final pairing.
3: Who caught Norman in 96? Was it Faldo? Yes. I love
2: the wow. shark. It, it was a six-shot lead for Norman, by the way, oh, he after fell 54. Oh, yes. dude. He, and he, he lost but by And everybody
3: shots. paid it.
4: Everybody paid attention because they kind of had a sense it was going to happen. It was one of those that everybody I can remember it all kind of coming together. It was never confidence, whereas you were just very confident about Scheffler. That you didn't hear that about. There was always something about Norman in those big, big
3: events. Here, here's what we'll do when we come back. Look at this matchup. So, we just got this from TG, and I've got it here at another book. If you don't think Cam Smith is coming all the way back, how about the matchup? Scheffler Smith. And the final pairing today. Cameron Smith is a minus 145 favorite. In Jersey, he's minus 135. So when we come back, I'll ask Michael and Wes Reynolds. You got Scotty Scheffler and Cam Smith in a matchup. Cam Smith minus 145 favorite. Scotty Scheffler plus 125. Who they take we'll find out next here at Lombardi Line.
4: to the lombardi line on vsin
2: featuring former nfl executive michael lombardi now once again here's patrick maher
3: okay loyalty program reward program over at betmgm the king of sportsbooks bet you're going to earn points that you can spend at the casinos of course the mgm properties or convert into online bonuses this is a great loyalty program nobody does it better than betmgm So get over there, betmgm.com, or simply download the app. 1-800-GAMBLER, if you have an issue, got to be 21 years or older. To give you an idea of the matrix we've entered with the Philly, Boston, and Milwaukee scenario, Michael Lombardi, (laughs) Femi's head was exploding during the break. Wes Reynolds basically said, I'm glad you guys didn't ask me because his head was about to pop off the top of his dome." I was uh,
2: Zach Galifianakis in the hangover when he gets in the casino (laughs) and you get all the numbers in his head. So
3: I want to give you credit, and you know what? I'll give myself credit for trying to work our way through the web that is two, three, and four seeds in the east because it is fascinating right now how that's going to play out. So we'll just leave it at that because that is wild. Now, Cam Smith, Scotty Scheffler. If you don't think Cam is coming all the way back so you don't want to go plus 200 on it, I'll just give you a matchup, Michael. I'll go first to you, and then we'll go to West to see what he thinks. Uh, Cam Smith is the favorite in the matchup over Scheffler, minus 135 to minus 145. Who are you taking in the matchup?
4: You know, I I think Cam Smith the way he played yesterday, I would I would lean towards Cam Smith. I mean, he's kind of resourceful. I mean, the, how about the opening round where you know he had the two double bogeys, but still ended up shooting remarkably well. I I, I kind of get the sense he found himself yesterday, and not that I don't think Scheffler can still win this because I think Scheffler's good. I think I think Cam Smith's going to have a good round today. I really do.
2: mr reynolds what do you got well when you look at this uh, it kind of depends on if you have one of these guys as like a pre-flop future or something like let's say you have cameron smith to win the thing Then you could try to play Scotty Scheffler, who's now getting plus money in that matchup to say that he could beat Cameron Smith. And and I think I'm seeing like as high as 120 in some of the markets right now. I think uh, at BetMGM, I believe it's plus 115. But you could work it that way. Or you could try to say okay, I've got a Cameron Smith future. I don't know if I necessarily want to double down and lay with Scotty Scheffler. So, look, there's a possibility Cameron Smith does beat Scotty Scheffler in the matchup today, but doesn't win it the doesn't, golf tournament. Exactly. So you can almost like middle, if That's you want exactly to say right. that, as weird as it sounds in the game of golf, because you're always doing middles in football or in basketball or whatnot, you can do that now kind of with this, where Smith wins the matchup, but Scheffler wins the golf tournament. So there's all kind of like hedge Positions. and just going back to what I mentioned in the last segment 26 of the last 31 Masters decided by somebody in the final pairing puts on that green jacket at Butler cabin
3: if Scotty Scheffler wins the green jacket will his speech be exciting minus 500 on the no because i'm telling y'all like i'm not putting them who down who grades but. that who grades it like how do you know that like who determines have that you, have you break? heard Scotty Scheffler talk have you seen the personality yeah. it is well, I mean, maybe you
4: know, maybe he can get maybe he can get the
3: great speech writer <laughs> to write
4: something you for. don't you don't, don't think know. nance
2: is going to prompt him and somehow get him to cry in butler cabin nance nance has, I, yeah. nance has the gift for that
3: nance you know what he is and well we can ask michael lombardi cuz he spent the night over at his house so. Michael, yeah, I've never spent the night there, but I've been in his company. I mean, I agree, Wes, he'll make it. But I mean, look,
4: the, the, you got to feel like if he just pours emotionally from, I mean, if you win this thing emotionally, it carries you even if you're not uh, a wordsmith or, you know, a great orator.
3: <laughs> I just realized Matsuyama's going to be passing the jacket to one of these two. This is going to be must see. That, that
4: means there's yeah, that, that's going to be a little awkward. That's going to be some. <laughs> yes, it is.
3: Nance is going to have his work cut out for him. That's why he makes yeah, all the cash. Yeah, this going to be awkward. There's no doubt. Yeah. What was your take on Tiger? Tiger couldn't hit a putt yesterday,
2: obviously. Yeah. It was ugly. It was the worst of his career, I believe, or tied the worst mark. at had 38 putts yesterday. He was Which the worst wild. in the field. The only guy, I actually, uh, him and Patrick Cantlay were right near the bottom. They lost over four strokes apiece on the greens yesterday because uh, Cantlay was a guy It's like, eh, you know, he's kind of on the periphery. Maybe he could make a move on Saturday. And then I just look at my data here. Tiger minus 488. Patrick Cantlay minus 432. Kevin Na, who's usually a fantastic putter, minus 425. I mean, he walks him in, for God's yeah. sakes. He's that confident. But, yeah, the, the putter didn't work for those guys. These are fast bent grass greens and, you know, gotten faster over the weekend. So, yeah, Tiger, just the putter wasn't there. I'll tell you what has been there, though, is the irons. He has looked very good on the irons all week long. So, like, when you watch him going forward, it's like, you know what? The swing looks good.
3: Club's speed as well. Yes,
2: yes. The distance, obviously, is not there like it used to be. He's 46 years old. So, when I looked at the driving distance model, he was way down there in terms of average per measured drives. But, you know, as long as he can keep it in play, the swing looks good. It's all going to be about fitness for Tiger. How many events is he going to play? How regularly is he going to play? And just, you know, to feel better. Because he's not 100% back, you know. But he's gutting it out. And the adrenaline of the crowd, I think, is really keeping him going.
4: Yeah, I, and I think he wants to. I think this is step one to the long journey of of maybe curtailing how many events he does play. But I think it was important for him to get back. That was motivation. You know, that was that motivation to to want to be able to overcome this this devastating injury that he suffered through the accident. So I, I think he's going to find something. Like today, you know, I mean, one thing we can see with Tiger, there's always something that he's going to dangle in front of his nose to motivate him to go forward. Yesterday, in the interview, he said, look, I want to shoot. I want to try to make up six strokes to get the even par like I started the tournament. You know, today he, boge- he, he birdies two, then he bogeys four. So he's back to you know, he's not getting where he needs to go, but I think there's he'll find some way to motivate himself. There's no doubt.
3: He had that Coach K giddy-up coming up 18 yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
4: He didn't have him. the golf cart. He, he didn't have the golf cart or Mickey with him. He, he had nothing. <laughs> he couldn't get it.
3: If he had Shorty with him, that'd be a big story. <laughs> Trust me when yeah. I tell you. It would be like years ago on Thanksgiving. Uh, well, another matchup. The second-to-last pairing to go out, Michael Lombardi and Wes Reynolds. Sanjay M and Shane Lowry. Your favorite? or favorite in the matchup, Lowry at minus 115 West, Inge, M minus 105. Who are you playing in that matchup?
2: Yeah, it's almost like I'm going to go against the grain here and play the favorite, and that's Shane Lowry. By the way, Shane Lowry I believe at one point had a six shot lead over Sunjay, M. they were paired together yesterday, by the way. Shane Lowry had gotten at the five under. I think Sunjay M was actually in, not even in red figures. He was at one over par, and then all of a sudden, there was the tide turning. They were tied on 16. 17 was a two-shot swing. Sunjay birdied. Jane Lowry bogeyed, and if you watch Lowry yesterday, and he was one of my pre-tournament futures. He and his caddy weren't on the same page yesterday because he was not happy with some of the yardage he was given. I think it was the, on 13, that layup on that bar five. He's like, oh, that's a real good layup, Bo, 30 <laughs> yards short. You know, so him and his caddy were not seeing eye to eye, and I think Shane Lowry, when he caught that bad break on nine, it kind of turned his round to the negative. Maybe this is a fresh start today, and he can get going. Sun jm really has lived off his putter. He's ranked, I think, like fourth in the field for strokes gained putting, so I think the putter's kind of been carrying him, and usually when the putter carries you for about three rounds, I don't, I'm not convinced it always does so for the fourth round. So, like Shane Lowry, a little bit in that matchup, it's down to minus 110 a couple places.
4: I, I would say this I would say this uh, M's hat might have been the worst looking hat I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. If they sell any of those hats to anybody, that would shock me. I mean, that was a bad looking hat as I've ever seen. Did you see
2: that hat yesterday, Wes? I, I did not actually.
3: Yeah, Wes is uh, – oh. well, maybe we can get Schwartzl's pants and M's hat. Right.
2: He'd be looking right. good. Well, I'm trying to –
3: you well, know, that's, you got to be well-rounded
4: well, Tony, your Tony, Tony, I mean,
2: Tony Finow's gear, I mentioned that yesterday. He was in that orangey-brown sweater and then had the pink hat. It, it looked like he was a member of the Cleveland Browns coaching staff during <laughs> Breast Cancer Awareness Month for the NFL. That's exactly <laughs> what it looked like with Tony Finow yesterday.
3: It is fair to say today's show – Off the rails. All of a sudden, it's turned into a fashion show. I can't get enough of it.
4: Uh, Well, I mean, you know, we got we got so much to. to, to, There's so many games to talk about, but it's so hard to 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 really handicap, and (laughs) it's just impossible. Like I don't know what the. I just here's a perfect example. I just I was, I read the Philadelphia Inquirer today, and this morning in the Inquirer they said if the Grizzlies beat the Celtics and the and the Sixers win, the Sixers have the third seed that's not true, but I mean, this is how complicated it is. I mean, everybody doesn't know. I'm confused.
3: I got a headache over this. Like I said, we've I need, entered, I'm
4: put M's we've, hat on and go home. We've entered. I'm going to put
3: <laughs> We've entered the Matrix. Who is uh, who's going to be trying? Who's going to be trying on the green jacket for the first time?
2: I'm going to go against the grain and say Cameron Smith. And by the way, want to give a word of advisement to the viewers and listeners out there. Bet Cameron Smith now for the rest of the majors before it starts dropping because I believe there's a couple shops. Uh, one mines with uh, left wings. That still has a 40 to one out there on Cameron Smith for the rest of the majors. So bet that now before it drops. Cause if he wins a day, he's going to be in the teens or like 20 to one.
3: And it rhymes with what? Nice call. Left
4: wings. <laughs> nice call, Wes. I love it. That's the way to give advice. Ed. I love it. See, there was some advice and don't buy that hat. Other than those two things, have a great day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Good day, sir.
3: Today, the hat will be smoking off the top of your head, Michael Lombardi. Uh, Michael Lombardi, enjoy your Sunday. We've got James and Femi you, coming up next. Thank you, Wes. Appreciate Uh-oh. you. Thank you. Enjoy Thank the you. golf. We'll see you tomorrow here on the Lombardi Line.